Joining us now is Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. There's somebody very important that we're going to talk about this morning. Vaughn, thanks for joining us. Uh, Good morning, Simi, and I'm glad we can talk about the passing of Tom Berger because he's a very important figure in B.C. history. I think and in Canadian so. history. Yes, I know. I've been doing a, a bit of reading about this in the mm-hmm. last 24 hours, and what a remarkable life. So this is somebody who was the former leader of the NDP in this province, before Dave Barrett. Yeah, you know, and if, if you look at his political biography, you go, this guy's a footnote, right? He, he, he leads the NDP briefly in the 1960s, and he loses the election in 1969 to W.A.C. Bennett. And he loses it so badly, he loses his own seat. And that's the end of his story, his political career, right? You're right. Dave Barrett takes over the NDP, becomes the first NDP premier, and remembered by New Democrats for all that. And as I said, you know, you go Tom Berger, well, he was sort of a footnote, except he isn't. No. And it's because of what he did afterward. I... Simi, the other day, was speaking to Jack Woodward, who is the lawyer here in B.C., who won the big Chilcotin case, the first case in Canadian history that recognized Aboriginal title to part of British Columbia. And Jack told me that Tom Berger is nearing the end of a of a long journey, and he spoke of Berger with awe. And, I mean, that's not an emotion one normally associates with lawyers, but really, and he said, you know, this guy is a giant. The whole story in Canada of Aboriginal rights and title goes back to Tom Berger. We need to remember that in our history... Indigenous people had so few rights in this province, it was against the law for them to go to court and claim them. And Berger is the guy who took the first really big case, launched it, the Niska case. Um, There's a a good obituary of Berger in the Sun today by my colleague John John Mackey, and he, he quotes Berger's old law partner, Don Rosenblum, who says that when When Berger launched that case, when he announced he was taking it to court, there was laughter in legal circles in British Columbia. Oh, there goes Tom again. What? Aboriginal rights and titles? Don't be ridiculous. The courts are not going to recognize that. Well, they did. And we now are in the world that in many ways is shaped by Tom Berger. Um, I think a lot of people would be surprised to hear that, right? They don't realize that it goes back to this one person who, as a lawyer, a judge, a commissioner, had such an influence on this. Yeah, and he also did the the Mackenzie Valley Pipeline Inquiry. Now, we're still fighting about pipelines in this country, and uh, Berger was appointed by the Trudeau government to review whether or not we should build a pipeline through the Mackenzie Valley, an oil pipeline, and he came back with a report that said, don't build it until you've sorted out the First Nations issue. Um, I interviewed Berger on that show that I had on the cable uh, channel on Shaw a few years ago, and (laughs) very interesting. Uh, I mean, he's a fascinating guy, very gracious. But I said, so you're the guy who killed the Mackenzie Valley Pipeline. He said, no, I didn't. I told them how to get it built. They didn't listen. I mean, this is a guy who said, You can do this stuff if you sort things out with the Indigenous people. And that really is still the situation in Canada. The courts have said it many times. 
Talk about but, a guy who was ahead of his time, though, right? Yeah, like, very much I feel like so. companies and, are now figuring all this out, but he's been yeah, telling them this for decades. Very much so, you know. And yesterday was uh, Workers' Rights Day, the day we remember people uh, who were injured on the workplace. And again, you go back, talk to the labor movement, they speak of Berger with awe. He took some of the really important cases in this problem about work province, about workers' rights, about uh, people injured on the job, uh, cases that people thought weren't going to succeed and that did succeed. Uh, the only sad thing to say about his passing, he's 88 years old, um, one of the people that I think we would be talking to today about this, Simi, is Ian Waddell, a former member yes. of the legislature, and of course he passed a few weeks ago. So these people, um, this guy had, as I said, he left his mark on BC in a way that few elected politicians have done, and uh, the Premier had a very moving tribute to him uh, last evening. I think he'll pro John Horgan will probably speak in the House today about it. I expect the opposition parties will as well. But yeah, this is the passing yeah. of a giant. And I do recommend that people read an obituary of him today and, and learn. You'll learn a lot about BC history. Reading, yeah, yeah. Reading no, it's that. true. Uh, there's, you know, there's a lot of history in this province, and we're still, Simi, today dealing with Aboriginal rights and title, and yeah. we will be dealing with it for a long time to come. We will. Uh, let's talk about, you mentioned the Premier there, question period yesterday. Uh, boy, he was certainly uh, getting a lot of questions, wasn't he? Yeah, a lot of questions yesterday. So these pop-up clinics, he's asked about those, and uh, you've, your news has had uh, comments on that today. Uh, the Premier's answer was interesting. He's not going to second-guess public health authorities. Uh, he thinks they know what they're doing on vaccine rollout, and he's, you're not going to look hear him second-guessing them. I, I think, however, the issue will come up this afternoon when we have the regular briefing with Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix. Maybe they'll say something. So Premier's asked about that. Another thing he was asked about is, as you know, he says, well, okay, the province is going to bring in paid sick leave. Right. Uh, the opposition goes, well, where is it? You, you said you've been working on this since last summer. Where is it? John Horgan congratulated the opposition on finally showing some interest in workers' rights and said, uh, we think the legislation will be ready maybe as soon as May 10th. And he said, I hope you're willing to vote for it so we can get through in a single day. Oof, okay. Uh, that's going to make it very interesting. But they're falling behind here. I mean, even Ontario managed to come up with something the other day. Yeah, you know, and this is, I mean, John Horgan blamed Ottawa. And really, it's been clear since last year that the province is going to have to have a role in paid sick leave. Uh, many, many, most workplaces in British Columbia aren't federally regulated. They're provincial and provincial employment standards. The, the head of the Canadian Labour Congress said two months ago the provinces have to step up on this as well. So BC does have to do something. I don't know, really. Horgan stalled for months on this, thinking Ottawa was going to do something. Ottawa did do something, but here's the problem. The federal plan, Simi, sends workers a check for if they have to book off sick for the pandemic. But workers have to apply for it and they have to wait for the money. And uh, as labor leaders have pointed out, the trouble with that is, is if you're at the low end of the wage scale, you don't have paid sick leave through your employer, 
you're living paycheck to paycheck, it's still a tough call. Do I wait two or three weeks or maybe a month to get money from Ottawa Mm -hmm. and book off, or do I work sick and people are working sick? So the provincial plan has got to deal with that. I don't know how they're going to deal with it. Um, I see in Ontario they finally said, oh, all right, fine, we'll, we'll provide three days paid leave. John Horgan says the legislation's been in the works since last summer, so it should be ready to go. And yesterday he said, well, the House's uh, legislature has a a week-long break next week. Um, I hope to have it ready by uh, when the House sits again, so May 10th. People have been waiting for this for a long time, Simi. A lot of people have worked sick for a long time. I know. You think if we'd had this a year ago, think about the time that we could have saved ourselves in terms of COVID cases. Avon, thank you. Bye-bye, Sam.